0: everybody we are back for another episode of woke episode nine still going strong still continuing strong i appreciate all the love i'm getting from everybody appreciate all the follows the subscribers people who are sharing it thank you all so much but we'll get back to y'all later right now let's get to my guest we have him in the studio today my brother anthony
1: Dang. what's up what's up y'all um my name is anthony jackson um I'm from Chesterfield, Virginia. Uh, that's really it. Like, I, I'm not too interested. I just be coolin'.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think we all just been cooling since this quarantine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, Anthony, I'm going to go ahead and hit you with the question I hit everybody with.
1: What was it like for you to grow up black? Um, I mean, I think we all know, you know, being black is cool. <laughs> being black is, you know, it's everything. It's fantastic. Um it's a little dangerous you know what I'm saying out here it's a little dangerous out here especially right now it's a little wild I've been seeing some wild stuff but honestly like for me I, I'm I'm proud to be black and you know I, all this stuff that's happened in the past you know what I'm saying it's it's in the past and it made me who I am today so you know it, it's it's a blessing you know
0: that is that is a blessing. It really is. You said, like, things in the past have, like, molded you. You are today. Like, you care to, like,
1: describe some of those things? Sure. Um, so, my family, uh, we, my family split when I was, in, like, third grade. Um, and uh, how should I describe? Basically, like, I know both, like, having, like, a steady home. And then having a not so steady home, if that makes sense, you know, where the lights were out and, you know, we didn't have hot water for a little bit in this house, you know, but in the other house that I'm living in, that's, you know, it's perfectly fine. You know, it's like everything is normal, you know, uh, I think that's like one of my biggest things that's motivated to who I am today and being able to see kind of like both sides of, of every situation, um, you know. And of course, growing up black, you've seen racism, you know what I'm saying, from the time when you were old enough to look at the internet, like, you've seen it. You you know, you grew up with the, the Trayvon Martins and the Tamir Rice, you know, all in your ear all the time. So, you know, I I, I know the racism, I know all that. You know, I've been called the N-word before. Here, on, here at Longwood, like, I've been called the N-word, you know what I'm saying, like, so, so it's like, it, it's all made me stronger than what I was two days ago. You know what I'm saying?
0: And that's very uplifting because we are a resilient people. We are, we're a strong people. We endure so much, and yet we have the strength and the will to keep pushing it forward. Right. But on the contrary, you know, some black people think that you don't – you aren't as strong as a black person if you don't struggle. Like, do you think there's some truth in that?
1: Um. I think everybody faces their own struggles um you, there's no such thing as a struggle harder than the other one you know what i'm saying because well of course there are there are struggles that are you know very difficult there's people out there starving and stuff like that but it's all in how you perceive your struggle you know some you know some person's little rain you know little miss rain to so another person that's a hailstorm. you know what i'm saying so I think we've all struggled i don't agree with the fact that or the idea that if you don't struggle you're not black you know what i'm saying because there's plenty plenty of black people that are born into wealth you know what i'm saying and they're still just as black as as i am you know what i'm saying so yeah
0: and i think that really comes with a lot of intelligence and a lot of intellect to just realize that even though we are black we do grow up differently and it takes a lot to sit back and not belittle anybody for growing up different than you. And yeah. that's something that we often see in the black community. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned it on my most recent episode, episode eight with my uncle on it. Make sure y'all check that out. That um Real plug. <laughs> you know basically that in the black community that we need to check ourselves first before we check anybody else. Because have you seen the Wu Tang documentary on, on Hulu? Um no I haven't seen that well check it out it's good um one of the brothers on there who played i forget which one he plays but he put out a tweet a few months ago saying that before we can tackle any issues of racism um discrimination segregation again like we have done for years and years and years now we need to check ourselves first because there's still a bunch of heat in the black community amongst black people like how you feel
1: about that Uh, i think that's very factual um I think there is a lot of things that we, as Black people, have to change. Um, I think there are issues with the statement as well, because yeah, we can check ourselves. Yeah, we can. I don't know. You know, people always bring up the murder rate when we talk about when we talk about Black Lives Matter. They say, "Well, what about Black-on-Black crime? What about the murder rate? And, you know, whatever, whatever." And I agree, we can bring down the murder rate, but that still doesn't change the fact that there are people out there that are scared of us. There's people out there that hate us without even knowing us, you know what I'm saying? So, there, you know, there, there are things that we have to change within ourselves, within black people. Um, I follow 19Keys on Instagram, and he talks about it all the time, you know. We got to change ourselves. We got to, you know, put our focus on ourselves. And I agree 100%, but there are times where we have to focus on those discriminate the discrimination because we're here in America, you know mm-hmm. America wasn't built for us, and it never will be built for us, you know, yeah, it was built by us, but not for us, you know what I'm saying so I think it's it's really a great area for that, you know, I do think we have to work on ourselves, we for sure have to work on ourselves, and we also have to but we can't let a Brianna Taylor. A situation like Breonna Taylor happened again. You know what I'm saying? It's going because it's going to happen again. We got to keep fighting for those things. And you're right. And that's the sad and the honest truth is that it can happen
0: again, and it more than likely will happen again. And that's the sad reality of just the world we live in. And I know, speaking of the subject of Breonna Taylor, I know you're a huge activist. Like I remember you said you went and protest in Richmond. Mm-hmm. How was like that experience for you?
1: Uh, it was great. Um, I love going out and protesting. Um, uh, for what i think is right um and seeing everybody there kind of as a unit now i'm sure there, there there were people there that were just waiting for chaos to happen so they could take advantage of it but honestly like I, i've never had a bad experience at a protest um i've been to the i've been there when they were looting and stuff like that i've been there when they threw tear gas but I've never had an experience where I'm like, I regret going. You know what I'm saying? And I think that sometimes comes with
0: protesting is that fear yeah. of like what could happen. Like, not just this could escalate and blow up, like, I could lose my life. Yeah. And that fear of protesting keeps a lot of people from, but it should never keep you from using your voice. Cause like myself personally, like, I'm not a big protester. Like, I feel like I should go and I definitely like plan on going. To like one Like wherever it may happen Wherever they may be I'm going to feel like Okay I need to go But I'm definitely one to like Have these conversations With black people Have these conversations With white people Anybody who needs To be informed And enlightened About the um, Black Lives Matter Movement But I'm definitely Going to post something On social media And back it up I'm not going to post it Monday and then forget about it Like I'm going to be Consistent with it
1: Yeah I agree um, You know not everybody Has to go to a protest Not everybody has to Really do anything They don't have to Post on their Instagram they really, the change comes when you're talking to somebody directly. I don't, I don't think necessarily change comes from protest. I think it just puts you, you know, it, it gives you a bigger voice. You know what I'm saying? When you see a thousand people walking down the street, you know what I'm saying? It gives you that voice. So then now you have to listen, kind of thing. Um, and yeah, the fear, there is so much fear of, of protest. And, you know, I don't know if I've ever actually feared for my life. I don't know why I I feel when I'm there it's not that I feel safe because I don't um but it's not that I fear for my life I I think I always watch my back no matter who I'm around anyway but um I know my mother when I went she was she was terrified for me you know you know she was like and I need you back at this time if you're not back at this time you better call me and tell me why you're not back at this time (laughs) because we're gonna have to talk about it you know um so I think there's a lot of fear and it's it's right you know it, it's right to be fear to to have fear there and you know just just the other day I think there was a Subaru that drew that drove through a crowd, or was that today? I don't know like it you know it's okay to fear that and it's okay for people not to go to protest, but don't make but make sure that your voice is heard in some way even if it's not on social media, even if it's just to your friend that doesn't believe in the black lives matter protest. Speaking of that, do you think that those conversations can be had?
0: Because I know a lot of black people, and let's be real, black people, we're very persuasive. Like, when we believe something is right, a lot, a lot of us in the community will ensure that you get what we saying is right, and that you believe that is right. Mm-hmm. Me, like I'm, myself, I'm an open-minded person. Like you cannot believe in it, but at least respect it. Yeah. Like, cause I've had a, dis- I had a discussion on Instagram months ago with someone who basically put a pi- put a picture in a post out, was saying that if you believe in a cause with a color in front of it, and he was throwing a shot at Black Lives Matter, he said, then you're a racist. And I called him out on it. I was like, so I'm racist for sticking up against the bullshit that my country has put on my people for absolutely no reason. So I don't have the right to like be upset with that. And he's like, Oh no, you do. But just know all of our lives matter. You're right. All of our lives do matter. But until black lives start to matter, all lives can't matter right now. And it's seen more so of a hate movement than a movement for peace.
1: Um, I think one thing I saw this post the other day it's hilarious to me. Whereas people say all lives, all lives matter. Say okay, cool. Like smile at them. Okay, cool. You, you right. All lives do matter. So come out to this protest. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Cause so you can protest for all the lives. You know what I'm saying? Including these ones. Cause we saw Breonna Taylor. You know what I'm saying? We, we saw George Floyd for eight minutes. You know what I'm saying? We saw that. So you know what? If you really believe all lives matter, come out. Mm-hmm. Cause we believe that too. But we have to, we have to put emphasis on Black lives. Because did you see a white person die in that video? No. Okay. So why are, you, why are you talking about white people? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, and going back to how, how uh, you started this about like being open minded, um, I agree. I think all people should be open minded to everything, you know, whether it's, you know, a Republican saying or whatever. I, I don't agree with Donald Trump <laughs> at all, but you have to be open to like hearing it sometimes. Like, most times, ignorant. I can't tell you a time where it wasn't, (laughs) mainly because I don't don't really pay pay enough attention anymore. But, like, you got to be open-minded to how they feel as well. That way it's a conversation rather than me just talking at somebody. You know, let them talk back to you and say how they feel. If you say black lives matter and they say, well, all lives matter, then you have to say, okay, I agree with you. I never said, you know, well, don't say that because then, you know, it's gonna. It's like it seems like a passive aggression thing. Mm-hmm. But like, yes, I agree with you. This is why we're protesting for black lives, because we believe all all lives matter. Mm-hmm. And we saw this person die. So we have to protest. We have to say something about it. If, if not, then do you really believe that all lives matter?
0: And that's where, like, some people feel like pushed back into a corner. Like, that you're coming at them and really you're trying to educate them. And then that's when, like, I feel like some people's true colors come out. Because then they'll throw anything at, nigga this, nigga that. Like, oh, you don't know your father. Like, trust me, I've had that plenty of times. And I'm like, oh, I know my dad. He's down the hall. <laughs> so, like, you you can't tell me no different. Like, you want to meet him? <laughs> but it's just, it's just something that has always been here. And I pray each and every day that it does get better. Because... I want 2020 to be a time like in my in my little sister's life that she doesn't have to go through but she can learn about mm-hmm. and that she can grow from and her friends can grow from and that that whole generation of children behind us can see the world right now because it's interesting to see little kids out with Black Lives Matter and then the other side to see little kids out with All Lives Matter and it's like you go into like the product of the household and you just hope that these kids manifest with their own ideas because mm-hmm. like speaking of that um switching topics but still staying on topic um the other day i was out and i saw a white man he had a um trump hat on and he was like hey young man how you doing and it's like i'm doing all right how are you like we had like a actually a conversation yeah. and i was with my lady and she was like you peeped the hat like hell yeah i peeped the hat <laughs> like but that goes to show you like not saying i don't know his true intentions i don't know how he really feel but i feel like people like that are an example of like your household like, that those political beliefs are instilled because your father voted Republican, you vote Republican, your mother voted Democrat, you vote Democrat, because, like, that's the case, like, for my household that that I noticed, like, no shot, mom, I know you listening, but it's, like, because myself, growing, I became independent just because I like to see both sides, and I feel like it makes me a better person, it makes me a a better involved person in politics. Yeah. Cause like going back to the twenty twelve election, like I'm gonna be real, Mitt Romney won a bad candidate. Mm-hmm. Like he, like the only thing I didn't agree with was he was trying to get rid of Obamacare, which yeah. was gonna, which was helping a lot of cancer patients. Yeah. And that was the only thing. Other than that, like other than that, it was like he not a bad dude. Like he got Massachusetts out of debt, which is the only was was the only not states of the United States out of debt. Yeah. So he know what the hell he doing money. Yeah. And it's just. It's just one of those things where like do you also like see that too, where people are products of their households?
1: Oh, for sure. For sure. Every I think everyone's a product of their household. Most of the time if if your mama's a Christian, she took you to church and now you're a Christian, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I think I think everybody's a product of their household, you know, whether you like it or not. You know, sometimes you don't you don't want to be a part of that household but you, you took those values from your house, you know what I'm saying? So, um, no, I agree one hundred percent, one hundred percent. And you know, you talking about the guy with the Trump hat? Like, yeah, I, I work at Walmart. I've seen people come in with the Confederate flag hats on, and I'm like, I expect them to be rude, and then they just, hey, how you doing? Hey, I just, can't you get your help real quick on this? You know, I'm, I'm sure that whatever their values were at home don't reflect how they treat, you know, the, the, the customer service people. But still, like, like I, I'm expecting you to. Call me out my name and some, you know what I'm saying, and then you, you just, hey, I'm a nice person. You wait patiently for me to, you know, get what I need to do, and then you leave. Like, so yeah, I, I agree that everyone's a product of the household. And I think a lot of values are instilled in you, but that doesn't mean that you have to stick to that. You know what I'm saying?
0: And that like leads me like to my next question. Like, you want kids? <laughs> Oh um, <laughs> man
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dang bro <laughs> put I got me a reason on, behind it. Put me on the spot. Um, I think I think I would I think I would have kids. Yeah.
0: I only ask just because like I feel like black generations we always change the narrative of the household. Cause like to quote the greatest Muhammad Ali, he said, My daddy's daddy said things will change when he get grown. Then my daddy got grown and things was the same. He told me what my granddaddy told him, and now I'm grown and what am I supposed to do? And that was actually like, he was really speaking facts on that because I like see it. Like I see my dad, I see his dad, I see my mom's dad. I see like how the generations go. Like, do you think that we are doing a good job of changing the narrative in our households as like black fathers and like black figures because like it because you got examples in the world like Dwayne Wade Mm -hmm. who is embracing his daughter like being who she is at the young age she is and we got a lot of people who hate that Mm
1: -hmm. um I think I want to say yeah I want to say yeah we're doing a good job of changing it um I think there's a lot of change that of course isn't good I think just like everything else there's some good and bad you know what I'm saying there's always that. it's always falls in a gray area. Um, I think, speaking for myself, you know, I, I hope I can do better. You know, I love my pop. I love my mom. But I don't really, I'm not really close with the rest of my family. You know what I'm saying? So I think I want to do better in making sure that my family is is close. You know what I'm saying? I want to make sure that my kids know my nephew. You know what I'm saying And know him well You know Where it's not just cuz That's basically your brother At this point You know what I'm saying So That's what I want For my family
0: And I can completely Agree with that Like I want my kids To be like Hey yo That's not just your cousin That's family Mm -hmm. But I'm not gonna force it (laughs) Just because like That's like How it was for me Mm -hmm. Just because that's your family They gotta be family Like not all the time like just because we can afford, don't mean you really love me. Don't yeah. mean you really care about me. Right. But the way you brought it up is like a beautiful thing. Like, of course, we want all of our kids like to get along with like their family because it is family at the end of the day. But we also still gotta admire the people who come into their lives who aren't. Yeah. And that's why I feel like just a little side note. Just like your friends also are very collective into who you are too. Yeah. Right. So I also know you. Are artists, you make music. Like, what are some of your big like, black influences? Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> some of the main black people in life who influence you to like, make music?
1: Um, so, of course, K-Dot, Kendrick Lamar, um, J. Cole. Um, honestly, I think I take influences from everywhere. Like, it could be like, I'm not a huge, like, Uzi fan. Like, I'm probably probably the least uzi fan you'll ever meet but (laughs) but i think i could take some influence from uzi you know what i'm saying but i think my my biggest ones are probably like andre 3000 kendrick cole lauren hill i think i definitely get influence from drake um yeah i think those are the main ones right there
0: and that's fair, but you know, I was I was about to jump on you like you said some about Uzi because that's that's <laughs> my favorite rapper in the game right now. <laughs> but that is like something collective because like my my like myself, I'm an actor like. I have those black actors who I love like Will Smith, like the goat like Denzel um, Blair Underwood like he was the black he's the black guy who's never afraid to play the bad guy yeah. and like I love that because I've in all my years of doing drama and acting I've never played the bad guy yeah. and I've always wanted to oh, yeah and it's just something that we we see and then like we go and create ourselves and that leads me to my question about Chadwick Bozeman because I just feel like it's necessary to talk about him right now just as a black influencer mm-hmm. in our community in the arts like you know like he acts like me he still influences a lot of people yeah. so like what's your take like on him
1: um uh, man I don't I don't I don't have the words like you know he passed away a little bit ago but I still don't think I have the words to really describe how I feel you know cuz for me you know He was a hero of course you know the black panther he was more than that though you know what i'm saying i really i don't have the words to describe how how i feel you know after he you know he's gone now he passed now um yeah i don't i don't have the words man I, i don't know it's perfectly fine bro because i'm
0: still lost for words myself but all we can do is just remember the platform like you put on because like 42 is my favorite movie by him i loved it i loved it It was so accurate into jackie robinson's life that it should have won an award i don't know if it did or not but it needs one damn it (laughs) i'm serious you want to let um the audience know about anything
1: you're working on any music you got out right now um sure um i got the allure ep out it's on all platforms just look up allure ep um aunt j music um yeah, you can probably find some some film stuff soon. So, yeah, I'm working on a lot of stuff. Um, probably in December, I got, I'm got i going to work on an album called Dedication Over Excuses. So be on the lookout for that. That's
0: tough. That's tough. I hope it goes well. I hope it sells. It's out there. Everybody, you know who to follow. Go look them up. You got some good music. I ain't even going to lie. Thank you all for joining me on Woke Today, Episode 9. We will continue to give you great content on the show. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you go out and vote, everybody. Your vote is necessary. Your vote is real. I love you all, and have a good day.